This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. As always, uh, back to the usual uh, with these 8 a.m. news roundups of all the latest Arsenal information and more. Uh, do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, let's say good morning to people joining us in the chat box. Uh, let's just see if, uh, you know, I think that StreamYard has actually been pretty good today. Uh, Penny Wing, good morning to you. Black Shine, Matt G, Yomi, Stevie. Um, we've got PJ and Damien. We've got Mike in Perth, Martin, Red Star, uh, NSW, Abdullahi. We've got uh, Carl, Matt Thornton, Louis, and plenty more of you guys as well. Always a pleasure to see so many faces in the chat box in the morning uh saying good morning to everybody else uh let's go into today's stories as i say do drop a like subscribe if you're new and shane it's the first time that you're tuning into the channel live very welcome to you mate hope you enjoy yourself in the chat box um Yes, let's let's go through the story. So, first of all, if you haven't yet watched yesterday's reaction and my own thoughts on the game against Everton, that is available to watch. It's the last upload on the channel. Um, but beyond that, uh, Arsenal's women drew 0-0 against West Ham in a disappointing game, which kind of highlighted the disappointment of deadline day and the things that, you know, Genocide of Val and the rest of the guys and gals wanted to do uh, in the market and weren't able to do. Uh, they tried to go for so many strikers at the end of the window and couldn't end up bringing any in. Um, and because of that, Arsenal are seemingly a bit short of firepower with Beth Mead and Viv Miedemar both out. But their draw means that Chelsea have opened up now at least a two-point gap if Arsenal were to win their game in hand. Um, very frustrating indeed for the Gunners, but hopefully uh, a little bit of fortune will come their way soon. 
this was on Friday, but we haven't talked about it since then. Uh, Arsenal's under-21s progressed through to the next round of the PL Cup. They won 2-1 against Reading and uh, will progress, which is really, really good news uh, for them. Uh, Mehmet Ali, of course, who's had to deal with the fact that he's lost quite a few of his under-21 players during this January window have left on loan, Keita Taylor-Hart, Taylor Foran, uh, Billy Vigar. Um, there's loads of players that have, have moved on. Uh, but he has got Salah Ulad Umhand's back uh, at the moment, which is a positive, I suppose, to be reintegrated into the squad. Uh, but they want an extra time against Reading to progress to the next round. Uh, the Highbury artwork is now up at the Emirates Stadium, as you can see with this photo courtesy of Stuart McFarlane. Um, looking really good. I love the placement of this one. I believe it's by the Tony Adams statue, which, you know, just kind of works in terms of its placement around the ground. So as you walk across the bridge from Arsenal Tube Station, this should be the first thing you see. I also like the fact that it's pointing in the direction of Highbury. Uh, that in itself is a really nice detail uh, as well. But yeah, definitely one of the best pieces of artwork that are being put up around the stadium. Uh, Declan Rice, his price, according to Fabrizio Romano, is expected to drop by as much as £60 million between the end of last season and the end of this. So from last summer to the summer coming up in 2023. Uh, apparently, West Ham were looking for a figure in the reason of £150 million, but we'll be expecting a more a closer figure, uh, more so closer to £90 million. Now, this does uh, conflict with what David Ornstein was talking about on the Athletics podcast after or ahead of, I think, the day after deadline day, um, in which he spoke about potentially West Ham accepting a figure between 70 and 80 million pounds for Declan Rice. So there's already confliction being reported around the price tag Declan Rice will eventually cost. Arsenal, as we know, are said to be one of the key players involved in the race for Declan Rice, who, if you didn't watch the game against Newcastle United, going back, uh, there's a compilations or a few compilations going around of Declan Rice's contribution in that match. Certainly one, if you're a bit of a doubter, of Rice's ability, one to go and watch. He was absolutely brilliant. Now, big, big news regarding Gabriel Jesus. His images have been posted of him running outside, doing proper training, not proper training with the ball, but proper physical and fitness training, building up that strength in his knee, hoping to return to Arsenal as soon as possible. There are still assumptions being made behind the scenes that it will be March that we see him back. So by the time the Europa League gets back underway, hopefully we have Jesus back involved. But yes, positive news that Jesus will be available for Arsenal for the run-in uh, toward the end of the season with the final games as Arsenal continue to push towards their first Premier League title in 19 years. Let's talk through uh, those games from the weekend. As we said before, Declan Rice in their draw with West Ham, you know, uh, with Newcastle United, 1-1. Uh, Callum Wilson and Paqueta are getting on the score sheet in this one. Newcastle dropping further points in the Premier League. Of course, they dropped points to ourselves and are now dropping points to West Ham United. Uh, is this the beginning of a bit of a dip for them? I kind of, it, it's difficult. You do, you want them to have that dip because I don't like the idea of Newcastle being this good already. But at the same time, they're probably Tottenham's biggest rival for the top four. Um, and it means that they have now just the one point lead over Spurs, although they do have a game in hand over Arsenal's North London rivals. Brighton, of course, have two games in hand over Tottenham, and they are only five points behind. So if they were to win those two games in hand, Brighton, they would go level on points with Newcastle, but they have played, uh, they would have played a game more than Newcastle at that point if they were to make up those two games. It's getting very tight at the top. And you have to say, Brentford, 
who Arsenal play against next week, sits in seventh place on 33 points, doing very, very well. And with their eyes potentially set on a either a Europa League or a UEFA Conference League place if they continue their form. So they're going to be a tough test for Arsenal when the Gunners face them at the Emirates next weekend. Uh, or this weekend, it being Monday. Ruben Neves and Wolves absolutely battered Liverpool as well, which is always great to see. Um, Liverpool now dropping to 10th in the table. Chelsea have overtaken them in the league after what their result was. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, Liverpool on 20 games played 29 points. They now sit 11 points off of the top four. Uh, They have played one game less than Newcastle United. But as I said before, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion have played the same amount of games as them, but they sit currently five points above them in sixth. Liverpool having a very, very difficult time. And speaking of teams having a very difficult time, Chelsea, despite all their money that they have spent in the market, managed to draw against Fulham. Um, this was obviously the early game last Friday. Um, but as I said, we haven't been able to talk about the games at the weekend all that much because of Arsenal going on this weekend and travelling and all that good stuff. So, yes, uh, Chelsea blanking as well, despite their inclusions of Mudrick and Enzo Fernandes in the team. Couldn't get the goals to see them beat their West London rivals, who remain above them in the league, uh, sitting now uh, two points above them. They have played a game more than Chelsea, but Chelsea not either in the best of forms whatsoever. Uh, Manchester United beat Crystal Palace, but only just in a 2-1 win that saw Casemiro get sent off for strangling uh, what it looked like to be strangling. Certainly his hands around the neck of Will Hughes there, as you can see on the screen. When I was listening to this, I was on the way back from the Everton game, actually, uh, and was kind of listening to Five Live. I think it was Steve Waddle that was just turned around and saying, it's it's just not a red card. Like, uh, I've just there's a bit of a scuffle going on and uh, there's nothing in it. I think he used the term handbags uh, as describing it. And then all of a sudden, Casemiro was sent off. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Man United cope without Casemiro for their next three games. Having a quick look at Manchester United's fixtures over the next three games. They play Leeds twice uh, and then Leicester City. So they've got three very winnable games, in fairness. They play this Wednesday coming. Uh, they then play Leeds at the weekend uh, away from home and then they play Leicester. They've also got that game against Ma- uh, against Barcelona or in 10 days' time on Thursday the 16th of February, the first of that two-legged round of 32 Europa League games. So Man United have got a very easy run of fixtures in the league, it seems. They've got Leeds twice, then Leicester, then they've got uh, then they've got, well, Liverpool, who are, you know, terrible at the moment. Southampton, Brighton, Newcastle, Everton, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea, Spurs. And then we continue towards the end of the season. Uh, moving forwards. And the big main story of yesterday... I said that I wanted City. Uh, did I say Steve Waddle? I meant Chris Waddle. Thank you for him in the chat box. Much appreciated. Uh, he's former Spurs, isn't he? So, you know, <laughs> speaking of Spurs, Erling Haaland and City have blanked uh, in terms of their points uh, tally at the weekend. They, they, as I say, they drew. They lost uh, to Tottenham Hotspur after Harry Kane's singular goal took him to the leading uh, Premier League, well, not even Premier League, I think all-time goal scorer for Tottenham. I think I saw a tweet from Paul Robinson that was along the lines of amazing achievement for Harry Kane scoring that many goals for a side who've never won a trophy. <laughs> and as a former Spurs player, Paul Robinson putting that tweet out, it was the most Spursy tweet I've ever think I've seen, uh, managing to congratulate and mug themselves off in the process. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but yes, Erling Haaland, 
could not again score away from home against a big six side, which is becoming a rather big question uh, for the Norwegian. Scored plenty of goals this season, as we know, but his record against the big sides and scoring in the big games has not necessarily worked for him so far. Now, Man City, of course, will play Arsenal uh, a week on Wednesday night. So we've got just nine days between now and that massive title potential deciding, not deciding, but certainly title influencing game on a week on Wednesday. But uh, yes, Pep Guardiola, though, is not thinking about the title at all. He told Standard Sport uh, that we are not in a position to think about being champions. Uh, He also started to moan about how travelling down to London was like travelling to Northern Europe. I mean, as a former as a former geography teacher, I have to tell you, Pep, that that's certainly not the case. Um, it's just not. Uh, having travelled to Manchester and back in the last couple of weeks or so, it is not like travelling from Manchester to Northern Europe at all. So uh, coming up with the excuses, coming up with the mind games. But yeah, very strangely, um, <laughs> very strange comments from Pep, as always. Okay, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's. Ch- <laughs> I love reading through the chat box. Uh, <laughs> it's always trying to stay composed when reading through. I say reading through, I'm doing it on the spot. And for those listening on audio platforms, you won't know what I'm talking about because you don't hear it. You only see it on YouTube. But uh, <laughs> it's trying to keep my composure when I'm also looking at the chat box and you guys laughing at me. It's a skill. I tell you, it is a skill. Uh, So uh, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, get involved. Um, Let's go to Igro says, morning, Tom. I'm late again. I'm going back to watch the start of the video. Well, when you get to this point, Igro, hello. (laughs) Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Um, Let's go to Marcus, who says, uh, from what I recall, uh, you went to Leeds, which was an undeserved win. Southampton, which we drew. Manchester United, which we lost. And Everton, which we lost. I also went to the Man City game we lost uh, as well. Um, look, this is not becoming a thing. I am not going to allow this to happen because I quite like going to games. Um, so you're not going to start this bad omen that I am, supposedly. Think about all the hours I've done traveling to all of those games. I also went to Brighton, which we won. <laughs> so let's let's also talk about the game in which I've seen Arsenal win away from home this season. The next one will be, I want to say, Aston Villa. So let's let's hope that we can pull off a good result in that one. 
<laughs> I need to get a better record, though, away from home when I'm going. That is for sure. Um, Mohammed says, the UK not in Northern Europe. I mean, gra- geographically, yes, I suppose that it is. So he's not technically wrong. I think he means more on the continent, if you know what I mean. I uh, says Arsenal have to win surely at home after the noisy neighbours did what they did yesterday. The pressure is on Arsenal. Of course, we have to beat Brentford. Big, big game. I expect the atmosphere to be raucous on Saturday, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, OO says, uh, how do you think about getting the younger, more experienced transfer targets? Uh, January would have affected the dressing room mid-season. It might have avoided some risk in bringing in that experience slash depth Instead, of course, with the context of the season that we're in right now, and we're trying to push towards a potential title, having that experience coming into the middle of the season may be better than having those young players. I mean, let's see how Enzo Fernandez and Mudrick get on at Chelsea this season. Of course, for the long term, I'm sure they're going to be massive assets for them. But actually, in the context of the season, what we're trying to achieve this year, being able to secure the signings of those experienced figureheads might have an immediate impact on the team between now and the end of the season, at least. Uh, Dana uh, or Dana says, uh, how did Tom react after the final whistle in the Spurs game? Hmm. I <laughs> I think I was just kind of laughing. I think I laughed. I think, I, yeah, I think I was just laughing. I wouldn't describe it as celebrating. I'd hate to celebrate a Spurs win. But I was laughing a lot. That said, I did find I did find the social media reaction a little bit, I'm going to be honest, and I'm blunt with this one and with respect, even though it lacks it, a bit pathetic. And I'm not talking about those that are celebrating. I'm kind of talking about those that were like, if you're celebrating Spurs winning, how can you call yourself an Arsenal? Are you mad? Like, <laughs> are you mad? They've beaten our title rivals. Can you not see the ironic hilarity in that? that they are celebrating beating a team that are our only rivals for the championship this season. They've beaten them, done us a massive favour. I'm sorry, but no. No. I said before the weekend, I don't want Spurs to win in that sense. I wanted City to drop points. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And that's what I got. You know, Christmas came early, if you like. (laughs) But I really find it sad when people want to just curb people's enthusiasm and fun. If you wanted to enjoy the fact that City lost yesterday, no matter who they lost to, enjoy it. It's what about it's what football's all about. I, oh, honestly, negative Nellies, miserable Myrtles everywhere. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, Maggie says, has Richard Keys and the Celebration Police commented on Paquetta's goal celebration? Can't imagine they appreciated his samba dancing. Yeah, it's just too much, isn't it? <laughs> just oh, I mean, imagine what they thought about some Arsenal fans celebrating the fact that Man City lost yesterday. Imagine what they would have thought about that. Uh, John says, is Jorginho cup tied for the Europa League games? No, he's not. They changed that rule the year or the season after we signed Aubameyang. So remember when we signed Aubameyang and he'd already played in the competition for Dortmund and he couldn't play for us? Yeah, they they scrapped that rule after the Aubameyang transfer. I mean, we couldn't use him in that season, obviously, because that's how it works for us. But uh, yeah, they scrapped that. So Jorginho, as to the best of my awareness, should be able to play for us in the Europa League. Uh, a nightmare says, whatever happened to Smith Rowe? I thought he was basically fit again near the middle of the January and then he's never heard anything about his injury status again. So he suffered a slight, uh, as far as I'm aware, calf problem, um, which is very normal uh, after you've suffered a, a serious kind of injury elsewhere and you've been out of the game for a long time and you come back. 
a lot of players have these little injuries. Don't be surprised when Gabriel Jesus returns from his big injury from his knee that he suffers a little minor injury after that. It wouldn't be surprising to see that happen at all. It happens to lots of players. Smith Rowe hoping to be in contention for Brentford. Hopefully we see him on the bench and in training this week. Uh, Simon says, do you think the Tarkovsky goal would have stood had he pushed Ramsdale out of the way instead of Erdegaard? I didn't complain when the goal was scored, but I definitely didn't think the rule... I definitely didn't... I definitely think the rules are messy, sorry, says Simon. To be honest, no. You know, if that was the other way around, I wouldn't be batting an eyelid at an Arsenal player doing that to try and get the goal. It's it's just one of those. We need to be stronger. You know, we need to be better. Um, We need to be better at what we're doing. Um... Everyone in the chat box now reacting to me saying, please stop going to away games. I can't not do it, I'm afraid, guys. It is my job. It is my job. (laughs) I can't help but not go to these away games. Um, Penny Ween, we're winning the league, aren't we? Yes, mate. Yes. Be positive. Be optimistic. Why the hell not? Um, Fahim says, Tom, promise that you don't become like James McNicholas, where Arsenal managed to win every time he hurts himself. I saw James at the game um, at Goodison, and he said, he actually said to me before the fixture that he's got a bad feeling. He said he had a bad feeling about this one. Kind of cursed. If anyone's a curse, it's James. And he looked fit and healthy. You know, he looked absolutely fine. So maybe that's why we didn't win. He looked perfectly fit and healthy that that. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why we weren't able to pick up any points. Um, next time I see him, I'll give him a kick, all right? I'll, I'll try and injure him in some way before the game so that we can get that victory. I'll take one for the team and give our, our good friends over at the Arsecast uh, a bit of a kick. Uh, Harvey says, did you talk about Ethan Nwanyeri yesterday and the links to Chelsea City? No, I didn't, actually. Um, yeah, there are these links that keep kind of cropping up. He's going to have to make a big decision soon. What we have to say is that we have given Ethan Nwanyeri so many like indications that we want him to say to stay there is nothing more that we could have done in my view to keep hold of him we have given him a chance in the premier league at 15 years of age we've promoted him up to the under 21s at times he's been playing regularly in the under 18s uh he's been playing he's been given opportunities to play during the mid-season break when we played against juventus uh i think he came off the bench against some of the other sides like leon and milan as well we have given him as much as we can to convince him that there is opportunities for him at a senior level for arsenal if he wants to move to city or to to chelsea i would say mate go and have a look at omari hutchinson see what's going on there you are much much better placed to come and stay with us at arsenal much much better indeed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the chat books are just so funny this morning. It's it's funny how we've lost this weekend, but we're all in such a good mood because of what happened yesterday. Uh, it's it's nice, isn't it? You know, we can still lose a game and we're in good spirits. That's a really good thing. Uh, Leeds Gunner says, uh, any noise about the charges from the FA uh, to the Man City Spurs games? That will come out in the week. Uh, it won't be this quick. But Man City's players were surrounding the referee a lot. I'd be shocked. Actually, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't get anything. I would be somewhat disappointed uh, if Man City aren't charged for their um, for their behaviour. Yes, I would be very upset. Nares says, what about the new song? Yes, Odegaard's got a new song. If you've not yet given it a watch, go find it on socials. Definitely worth a listen. Learn it. Sing it. Get used to it. It's very good. I just love the fact that Martin Odegaard's got a song. He's my favourite player in the team right now. Too late. It's, it should have, we should have had one ages ago. Ages ago. Uh, Penny Ween says, will there be a TGT party on parade day? Not on parade day, um, but I am looking to do a live show in London in the summer. Hopefully, 
maybe to celebrate 50k subs it'd be great if we can hit 50k in the summer transfer window i know that we get a lot more attention on the channel during transfer windows but there's over a thousand of you listening right now which is amazing i'm so thankful for everybody that still continues to tune into the show every morning at 8 a.m um but yeah we're going to try and do a tgt live show in the summer fingers crossed i've got uh cogs are turning things are being worked out we got merchandise, non-profit merchandise, charitable merchandise launching hopefully in the coming months as well. Looking forward to that. Lots of stuff's going on at TGT, which is great. And, uh, you know, the season in which I'm covering the Arsenal for work as well, for it to be this season, to be doing as much as what we've done, is amazing. It's a coincidence that I'm very, very happy to be part of. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it this way, guys, think about it. This is the first year I'm going to cover Arsenal home and away for work, for a job, you know, imagine teaching two years ago, going to this, and we're in a title race, so stop saying there's a bad omen about me going to away games, look at it from the other perspective, the first year I'm covering Arsenal home and away for work, we're title challengers, that's that's the mindset guys, let's think of it that way, yeah, if I stop going, maybe this all falls apart, <laughs> maybe this was meant, to, we were meant to lose against Everton, it was always going to happen, and me being there had no impact on it, and maybe if I wasn't there, it would have had a knock-on effect to other games that we may have even lost more than this. We better beat Brentford, I tell you. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a right mug. <laughs> ben says, I would have liked to see Trossard come in for Xhaka instead of Martinelli. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I talked a bit about that yesterday, Ben, about the substitutions. If you want to hear my thoughts on the game yesterday, I've uh, I've said that. Um, Naresh says, a song for Tom. Arsenal are in trouble. Tom's at the away game. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> you honestly are just such wind-up merchants. It's ridiculous. Um, but what about the stats, Tom? Says Steve. <laughs> um, Dan says, so Arteta has no control and it's all Tom. Yes, that's clearly what I'm saying, Dan. Yeah, it's all me. It's all me. It's just, yeah. What's do you remember when Jamie Vardy scored that goal in the uh in the in the season that Leicester won the league? I think it was the one where he broke the record of the number of consist uh, consecutive games. Was it against, I want to say it was against like Man United or something and he scored to do it and then he just kind of pointed to himself and he was like, it's all me, it's all effing me. Remember that celebration? If we win the league, I'll run down Holloway Road doing that celebration. <laughs> That'll be me. Um, let's go to, uh, let's scroll a little bit more. God, I feel like we're going off on a massive tangent now. People tuning in, there's over a thousand people listening and we're just laughing at the moment on a weekend that we lost. That's what's great about this channel, you know. We've lost... You'd see elsewhere people down in the dumps and moaning and stuff. We're just having a good laugh and enjoying ourselves. And we realize the season that we're in right now and we're just enjoying it. So, yeah, uh, I am not a jinx, Wad. I am not a jinx. <laughs> I'm just not. I will be at Villa, fingers crossed, and we will win. And if we do win, I want to see you guys filling the chat box with apologies, okay? If we don't win, I will apologize. <laughs> I will still go to the next game. But I will apologise, okay? If we got a deal. I'm hoping we've got a deal. I want to see so many apologies for the Royal Reaction show after the Aston Villa game or in my Twitter mentions if we do manage to beat Villa away from home next. If I go, which I'm expecting to, but we'll see. Uh, Hard Pixel says, Tom, how many points do you think it will take to win the league? 80 to 90 or 90 plus? I think it might be high 80s. I think high 80s might do it. I have a feeling that City are going to drop more points this season. I have a feeling that it might be against us. They do drop more points against, fingers crossed. But, yeah, I think high 80s is uh, what it's going to take. We've not got off to the best of start in the second half of the season with that defeat, but neither have City. So, let's see. Uh, Martin says, any chance of a TGT baseball cap being available in April? I'm going to St. Lucia 
at the end of April, and I need something to protect my head and also spread the TGT words. Uh, hopefully. Um, problem is, uh, it's Martin, depends where you're based, because uh, initially we're going to be la- launching uh, the non-profit merch in the UK and kind of seeing how that goes. And then if it goes well, we might be able to release it. But because we're uh, using a local business, um, it's it's kind of restricted at the moment. But uh, maybe we'll be able to ship internationally if things go well. So basically, if uh, I, and obviously I am meant to be going out to the States later this year, and it might be that I can bring some with me um, for people that would like some. So there you go. Uh, Marcus says, uh, what is more likely, Tom, to not have an 8 a.m. show or Arsenal to win away when I'm watching? Should we do a survey? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's more likely Arsenal not to win away because you can almost be guaranteed you're going to have a show dropping at 8 a.m. at some point, at some stage. So, yes, probably Arsenal not winning away from home is, is more likely, unfortunately. Uh, Ade says, considering the way that following Balogun is playing, uh, would you send him on another loan to move him into a mid-table team if he is assured to start of at least 20 Premier League matches or would you keep him on the bench next season? We might not have a choice in terms of loan. We might have to make a decision. We might have to reintegrate him or we might have to sell him. It's very difficult to know what we're going to do with Balogun because he's just... He's third choice right now, and Nketiah and Jesus are doing such good jobs at Arsenal that it's difficult to see him even doing so well in Liga coming into the team. Um, let's see. Let's let's just see what happens with Balogun. I'm I'm really kind of um, I'm really kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, apprehensive about committing to an opinion on Balogun at the moment because I just want to, I just want to see what happens with him. I just want to see where we go with him. Um, so I'm not going to be making any kind of, uh, yeah, I'm not making any kind of promises or commitment to my view on Balogun yet. I'm being very much on the fence. I'm going to have splinters in my backside, but I'm more than happy to do that because Balogun's a very interesting profile. Matt says, if you bring a TGT hat for me in Chicago, I'll sign up for a long life, a life, a long life. <laughs> Everyone will sign up for a long life, a lifelong TGT membership. Matt, I will try and get one to you, my friend. Um, let's go to, uh, Stephen says, Tom, were you at Twickenham at the weekend? No, not a big rugby fan, Stephen, I'm afraid. As I say, I'm just getting into golf. That's what I was doing at the weekend. And I don't know how I would have been at Twickenham at all. Um, oh, I know what you're saying. I don't know how that took me so long to click how, (laughs) see, I'm not a big rugby fan, but I think by you saying that, I'm assuming that England lost. Um, let's have a look. The last results. Oh, I, uh, I mean, was it England or someone else? Who was playing at Twicket? I'd say this is me. I don't really know my rugby. Um, so there you go. Sorry. I'm really sorry that went over my head. But yeah, it did. I'm assuming whoever played at Twickenham lost. Because if I was there, they would have done anyway. I get the joke. Ha oh, ha, it's very funny. It's very funny. Oh, I'm losing it this morning. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you so much. Do drop a like on the video. I'll be back uh, tonight on the Arsenal Lounge because it's a Monday uh, and we obviously do our shows on a Monday. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow as well, uh, hopefully for a fairly special show at 6pm and of course with the morning show at 8am as well. And then on Wednesday, fingers crossed, I'm hoping to bring you our loan roundup. Um so Brooke Norton Cuffey, um, Charlie Patino, Nuno Tavares, following Balogun, you know, all of the the loanies. A big update about where everyone is now come the end of uh, the uh, the transfer window. We've got a few things to talk about in that sense. So, yes, lots to do, lots to talk about. 
Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I will tune in uh, for plenty more of you guys uh, a little bit later on this evening in hopefully the Arsenal Lounge chat box. Do join us. It's good fun. 8 p.m. UK time. And uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning. If not, have a fantastic Monday. Strong start to your week. Stay safe, stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.